Hello, friend. Welcome back to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I'm so glad that you are joining me for another episode. Today, we are going to discuss the five most common objections and some tips on how to handle those. Are you an overwhelmed business owner who struggles to meet your sales goals, but you feel like you're working so hard? Hey, I'm Lindsay, a Jesus-following wife and mom of four. I'm also an award-winning medical device sales rep turned sales and business strategist, and I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to the Small Business Sales and Strategy Podcast. I'm here to help you develop the skills and strategies you need to sell your services and products with ease so that you can grow your business, serve your community well, and ultimately live the life you dream of. Grab your coffee and a notebook or your tennis shoes and take me on a walk. You're in the right place. Are you ready to dive in? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the show. I am so happy that you're here with me again for episode six. In the last episode, we talked about objections and how they're opportunities instead of the negative connotation that's been attached to them. They are ways for you to build trust with your potential customer or to continue building the relationship with your current customer. And if you haven't given episode five a listen, I would definitely recommend that you go back and do that. Before we jump into the five most common objections, I wanna read another review. Y'all are the best. I'm telling you what, you guys are the best. So Spliniferous says, this is a great podcast. I love how the episodes are brief, but packed with tips you can actually put to use. Brilliant, she says. Well, thank you so, so much. I really do work hard at making sure that I'm bringing you episodes that give you tactical, tangible things that you can implement in your conversations and in your business right away. So thank you very much. I so, so appreciate it. Okay, let's dive into the five most common objections and how to handle those. Just as a reminder, like we talked about in the previous episode, objections are not about you. They are about the customer, and it just means we have more work to do. We have more education to complete. It just means that your customer trusts you enough to bring their concerns to the forefront. All right, let's dive in. So objection number one, and this is going to come up no matter what type of business you have, is money, budget, pricing, cost. And while the money discussion can be an objection, I just don't have the budget. This is just a little bit more than I wanted to spend. It also may be a negotiation tactic. So we have to be very careful about how we handle this type of objection. It seems to be the hardest one for lots and lots of salespeople and lots of business owners. My tip for the money objection or maybe a negotiating tactic is that we talk about our offering, so our product or service. We talk about that in terms of value and what the customer gets versus the cost and price and what they're paying. So we want to really focus in on the value we're bringing and the benefit to the customer. Do they get more time back in their day? For example, we just hired a bookkeeper and I cannot tell you how much stress that has eliminated and how much time our bookkeeper 
is saving us in time that we don't have to spend entering and connecting and doing all the bookkeeping things. She's also saving us in mental load. That is one less thing as small business owners that we have to check off the list each week or each month. So the value that the bookkeeper brings to us and our business is that she is giving us time back in our day to do the things that are the most important in our business, which is continued growth, which means continued marketing and continued sales conversations. She also reduces the mental load on us by, I don't know, a million percent, it feels like. So let's make sure that we're talking about our offer in terms of value throughout the entire conversation. And if we've done a good job in asking great questions, then we know what they're looking for and we know why they need it in their business. Another tip in handling the money objection is to just go ahead and lay it out there. If you are a small business owner, you should know your numbers, you should know what your offer costs you, you should know if there's any wiggle room in your pricing, you should know all of the things surrounding your pricing before walking into the meeting or that sales conversation, and you should know whether there is any wiggle room in your pricing, whether you are able to negotiate down or whether you are firm in your pricing and you're willing to walk away if they need to be lower than what you start at. One of the ways that you can handle this objection is also to just lay your pricing out on the table. I wouldn't necessarily give the whole kit and caboodle of here are all the things it involves and you know going into great detail until you're really at that point in the sales conversation. But you can say my packages start at you know $200 a month or $5,000 a month or or maybe you customize a package to their needs. So your packages start at X dollars or your average customer spends $900 a month with you. Whatever that may be dollar-wise for you and your offering, you need to know where the pricing is, whether there's wiggle room, and don't be afraid to lay it on the table. I feel like I could get on a soapbox and ramble on about money and your pricing and all of the things for a good hour, but I'm just going to leave it there with know your pricing and why it's there so that you can build a sustainable business that serves your community and don't be afraid to lay your packages out there. Okay, number two. Number two, the second objection is that they may need approval of their boss or spouse or team. This particular objection can also be a stall tactic and this is a really great opportunity for you to learn more about their boss or their spouse or their team, whoever it is that they mention. And my tip here is kind of twofold again. First, I would want to figure out if this person actually needs their approval or if they want their input. So whether they're going to be the decision maker or maybe the spouse or boss or team as a whole is going to decide together. So I want to figure that part out. The second part is that this is an opportunity for you to ask questions about what information they might need and to loop them into the conversation. Don't ever shy away from having a conversation with the boss or the spouse or the team. I know I keep saying those three, but those are the three most common, especially in small business, is the spouse. Um, oftentimes it's not necessarily the boss because usually you're talking to the business owner, but they may want to get their team's input on it. And I think that's a really great way to build a relationship with this particular business or this particular um, customer 
because you get an opportunity to build relationships with more people than just the one, which is always, always, always in sales. It is always a plus to know and to build relationships with more people. And one thing that people usually miss in this type of objection or stall tactic is they forget to ask the person they're already speaking with what they think the other person or team is going to think about this. So get their take on it. Are they going to be harder to sell? What kind of information do you need to bring? You know, also, can you figure out what kind of buying style they have before you even meet them so you know how to present the information? I actually love this type of objection the most because it gives me an opportunity to have more conversations. So don't shy away from this one for sure. Okay, number three, thinking about it. The I'm going to think about it is a stall tactic. And what this particular objection means is that they are not comfortable with you or they're not comfortable with your product or service. You have more work to do. My tip for this particular objection is that you need to uncover a risk that you are not aware of. Something that they're either hiding or that they've not told you because you've not asked. There is something in the way of them working with you. There's more work to be done on building the relationship, building trust in you as a salesperson or business owner and or your offering product or service. Number four, the fourth objection is that they're already using or they already have your product or your service and they're happy. My tip here is there's more work to do. Again, you don't know the actual obstacle What service or product are they already using? Why are they happy with it? Did they know there were other products or services like that on the market that have different offerings? What you need to know about buying or the buying process is that once we've made a decision, we don't like to admit where we were wrong or we don't like to change our minds. So once we've already made a decision, it's really difficult to get people to change directions and understand that there is a better solution for them on the market. This type of objection is often one that takes much longer to overcome. But my tip for you on this type of objection is do some market research and ask lots of questions without the pressure of closing the sale. Get to know this customer's needs and wants and why they like what they're using already It can also be a time to understand where they were in their business or where they were in their life or circumstance that made them purchase what they're using now, product or service-wise, so that you can better understand other customers to go after in the marketplace. And last but not least, objection number five is a product or feature concern. So this is about performance and outcomes of a product. And my tip here is that you just need to do more education. You need to get maybe more into detail on what your product does, what that means for the customer, what value it brings to them on a day in and day out basis or weekly or monthly basis. You just need to do more education when there is a product or feature concern a really great time for you to review the data and outcomes of what your product or service provides and what 
they can expect. This is also a really great time to provide social proof. So another business or another customer is using it and this is what they have to say. So let's do a quick recap of the five most common objections and my tips on how to handle those. Number one was the money talk. So we're going to speak in terms of value and we're going to lay it out there if we feel we need to. We're going to lay out our pricing. Number two is the need for the approval of someone else, a boss, a spouse, or a team. My tip is twofold on this one. Make sure you know who the decision maker actually is or if they just want their input. And then this is an opportunity for you to get to know more people. So definitely jump on that. Number three is the I'm thinking about it stall tactic. They're not comfortable with you, so you just need to work on building your relationship. And the tip here is to uncover what risk they're not telling you about so that you can start building trust. Number four is that they're already using a product or service and they're happy with it. Of course, this may take more time like we discussed earlier, but use this as an opportunity to really understand why they purchased what they purchased and ask lots of questions. It's a really great opportunity for you to do market research. And the fifth and final objection is a product or feature concern, which just means they're not quite comfortable with the performance or outcomes of a product. They have more questions. And my tip here is you need to do more education. This is a great time for social proof and reviewing outcomes and what it's going to do for the customer. As always, I hope this episode was helpful and that it is something that you can start implementing this week or even today in your business. And as always, I am praying for you and I'm praying for your business to thrive. I would love to connect with you and find out more about what questions you have about sales. So please shoot me an email that is linked in the show notes and I will chat with you next week. Thank you so, so much for hanging out with me today. I pray this episode gave you some tactical and practical ideas to implement today in your business. I would absolutely love it if you'd share this show with a friend and take 20 seconds to leave me a review. I'd also love to hear from you. So if you have questions or comments on today's episode, they are absolutely welcome. You can email me at strategy at gmail.com. I'm praying for your business. Join me next time.